Fire Headlines, where we cover the hottest topics in fire service news. Joining me today on the panel is Chief Jeff Buchanan. Our other panelist, Chief Bob Horton, is away this week, but we are very excited to welcome back Western Fire Chief Division Secretary and Lead Division Secretary for the International Association of Fire Chiefs, Jeff Griffin. And Jeff, you're joining us for the second episode of our new segment called Dealer's Choice. For our listeners who may have missed it, last month we introduced this segment as our way of saying thank you for over 10,000 downloads. This segment takes place during the last week of the month, and each member of the Fire Headlines team takes a turn each month sitting in the dealer's chair to pick a topic to discuss. This month I am in the dealer's chair, with the choice topic being to continue the conversation of cancer in the fire service as October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. If you haven't already, give our previous episode a listen to hear about the threats of cancer in this line of work, as today's episode will lean more into the preventative side that we touched on just slightly in our previous episode. So we'll kick it off with you, Chief Buchanan. How do you believe that we can protect those in the fire service or mitigate the risk of them developing cancer? Yeah, thanks, Samantha. Great to be here as always, and really appreciate Jeff joining the show. I think that the answer for now is more prevention. It's more preventative measures. It's it's more investment into the now so that we don't lose more firefighters in the future. It's it's doing preemptive ultrasounds. It's doing preemptive full body scans. It's doing preventive. Not not every firefighter takes a yearly physical. And getting more and more fire departments to commit to giving their firefighters a, a yearly physical, and that would include um, skin cancer, that would include the battery of cancers that they can that they can be exposed to. It's really about total commitment on the preventative side, and uh, yeah, it can get costly. It can get very costly, and. You know, from from my experiences as a as as a fire chief, it, you cannot use the reasoning of because I I need it. You have to prioritize. So, if you're going to give in more preventative measures um, to your firefighters, something's going to have to take sacrifice, and those are difficult difficult decisions to make. They got to be they got to be made and. There just never can be enough preventative measures that are that are taken. Yeah, we're hearing more and more every day about these risks and more preventative measures do need to be put into place. But let's bring Jeff Griffin into this conversation. Jeff, what are some of your thoughts? Samantha, thank you. NFPA has done a great job laying out the standards in the 1500 series. And 1582 the physical, the annual physical piece is absolutely got it drilled down. Now that that new standard will come out sometime in June, July. I think it's going to be called all the 1500, the seven 1500 documents will be merged into one document. And I think it's going to be called 1550, but that document is the roadmap. And what I can tell you is if we're doing annual physicals, annual blood draws, we are catching cancers in stage one and two we're curing them and our firefighters are coming back to work. If we're not doing those annual physicals, and this is all people in the fire service, this includes our officers and our chiefs 
included. If we're not doing those annual physicals, we're catching these cancers in late stages, and that's not a good thing. Prevention is, is where we need to be. The physical is clearly a part of it. Donning and doffing and how we handle our gear is another key part of prevention. But I think one of the areas where the fire service can definitely up their game is in, in the core recommendations for all civilians with cancer. Number one is hydration. And especially for firefighters, when you're in a, in a carcinogenic environment, breathing this stuff, the most important thing you can do is hydrate up and flush it out of your system. So we need to hydrate. We need to be physically fit. We need to get good sleep patterns going. Sleep is, is a critical piece for healing. Uh, and we need to eat right. And uh, in the fire service, because of the type of work we do, the sleep patterns, the eating patterns, um, we don't do well. The one thing I would add to that for firefighters is immediately after the fire scene, get back to the station and take a long, hot shower and really do uh, the yeoman's job in, in scrubbing out all of the material that may have gotten on your wrist, on your neck, on your ears, really wash well. You know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to affirm that shower is huge. Washing your hands is as simple as that sounds. That's a big deal because a lot of times you could get some seepage from your, from your gloves. Cause that's, you know, that's where your, your hands are. They're being overly exposed. That shower is, uh, is, is absolutely huge. There are, they're, they're really, I, I, I love where this conversation is going because there's so much on the front end that, that we can be doing. And frankly, and I, I'm not going to be a, a hypocrite here. I know there were times when I should have been wearing my air pack during salvage and overhaul. And I myself should have been accountable for that. And the company officer or the chief officer who saw me doing that should have held me accountable to that. And yet it didn't happen. And so I got a, I'm not pointing the finger here. I'm going to pull the thumb. I should have known better. I should have done better. And we have to do better. We have to have self-accountability. We have to have company officers and chief officers enforce that accountability because it. this is not cliche. This is not hyperbole. Life's depend upon it. You are making a choice that could directly impact your life. And we have to just get better at being more in the moment and realizing what we do now can really impact what happens later. You're right, Jeff. There does need to be more accountability because as we all know by now, firefighters do have a higher risk of developing certain types of cancers, especially when compared to the general public. So yes, keep your personal protective gear clean, get all that soot and material off, especially after you've just been in a fire, but also wear your respiratory protection when you're on scene. I've been at the scene of a working house fire and I've seen firefighters walk around the scene with you know their flash hoods around their necks and nothing on their face. And as ironic as it is, I've even seen them pass out N95 masks to you know the homeowners or the neighbors while they themselves aren't wearing one. And I just think that first responders do need to have that accountability and they need to remember to protect themselves while they're protecting the public. And like the article from our previous episode that spoke on South Portland firefighters receiving a grant from FEMA for cancer screening, 
Regular medical screenings and early detection are essential for identifying potential health issues and allowing for the proper treatment. We just want to keep all of our members in the fire service safe. I think some believe that color is is uh, in smoke is the catalyst. Oh, we got black smoke. Let's let's don our gear. That's not true. Uh, and what Jeff just said about the mop up after this scene. Uh, the off-gassing goes for days afterwards, and it's clear and odorless. And you think because the fire's over, the environment is safe to be in, and it is not. We've got to be turned out. We've got to be – when you're in there and and you look at the hearts of firefighters, they want to get in there and get belongings out to the family. They know that that, that moment in time is is the most devastating moment for a family. So they're in there in the soot and ash, digging around, trying to find somebody's uh, wedding ring or or uh, a personal memento that's important to them. And that's critical that we be turned out because I, I will tell you, all science will show that they're still off-gassing and there's a lot of carcinogenics in the air. Let me, if I can, I want to link to the seriousness of this conversation. If we look at all the firefighters we lose, you'll be shocked. Some of you may be shocked to know we lose about 10 a year at a fire scene, a collapsed building, some kind of event. We lose 10 a year to training, believe it or not, roughly, not every year. But if you look at a, a long period of time, we lose somewhere between 15 and 25 to driver air. We lose somewhere between 40 and 50 firefighters to heart attack. That's a, normally a hydration issue that I'm sure we'll do something on downstream for you. We lose a couple hundred a year to suicide. You know, when you think about all the things a firefighter sees and does and, and lives and carries with them every day, we lose something over 800 to cancer. There is no more important topic for fire service today than this topic we're talking about. Uh, and there are so many things that we're doing right. And there's so much more that we can do in the pre prevention arena. One of the topics that's right now the hot topic in the firehouse is PFAS. And PFAS is in there are four. My understanding is there's four manufacturers that make the gear that is used in turnouts, and all four of those have PFAS in them. Now, I, I, I know there's a lot of research done, and I've heard there's a, a new material out that meets the NFPA turnout requirements, but PFAS is a discussion that is is on everybody's lips, and and hopefully downstream we're going to be able to address that concern uh, as a carcinogenic. Did I go too far afield or is that worth discussing here? Not at all. That's absolutely worth discussing. I'll let Jeff, um, Chief Buchanan, we've had Jeff squared the past two episodes here, but I'll let Chief Buchanan take over here in just a second. But I just want to clarify for any listeners not familiar or if this is your first time hearing about it, PFAS are a category of manufactured chemicals linked to cancer and other diseases. And like you just mentioned, Jeff Griffin, it is commonly used in firefighter turnout gear. So I'll have a link to the International Association of Firefighters webpage that talks a little more about it and how they're trying to remove PFAS from use in the fire service because this is crucial information that fire personnel need to be aware of. Jeff, I think the answer, that easy answer to that question is no. And every, so you didn't go too far. And there's so, 
I mean, we could talk about this topic literally for hours and you talk about the complexity of a, of an ensemble for firefighters and you talk about thermal protective performance and total heat loss and the engineering and sophistication and technology that goes into that protective equipment that they found these certain materials that provide that radiant heat deflection and allow the core temperature to regulate, oh, but we missed cancer causing. And so now they have to go back and they have to re-engineer it. It just, it just speaks to the complexity, the depth of the issue, the level of brain power we need involved in solving it. And, and to me, it, it, it just, it, it'll continue to go back to how this conversation got started today and where we can focus right now. And that is on so many preventative measures a slew of them that cost nothing, taking a shower, washing your hands. Let's let's go easy on the alcohol bevies, ladies and gentlemen. I know you want to have a couple, just keep it to a couple. Eating well, being fit, you know, the and, and doing gross uh, uh, decon after those, those things don't cost any money. And then there's a whole slew of things that you can do, your organization can do depending on your financial resources and your level of investment that can improve it beyond that in no short part, Jeff, no short part in the area of yearly physicals, blood draws, scans, ultrasounds. So there's, there's literally a menu of things that we could be doing and doing better and not to mention the accountability piece. And we, we, we got to start doing it. The gift you give your family, the gift you give yourself is prevention. And uh, it's the hardest thing to do, but get fit, stay fit, get annual physicals. Um, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your department, you owe it to your family. Absolutely. Very well said to you both. And thank you both for joining us today. This was a great, quick conversation that continued the much needed discussion on how to protect our firefighters with some great takeaways thrown in as well. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in for our second episode of Dealer's Choice. A link to the webpage I mentioned will be in the show notes. And be sure to check out episode 26, Threat of Cancer in the Fire Service, for a list of cancer resources if you or someone you know from the fire service can benefit from it. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And if you have a question for the panel, please reach out to us at fireheadlines at wfca.com and let us know what's on your mind. We'll see you back here next week for more Fire Headlines.